0: This is Thomas. This is Ryan. And this is Taylor. And we're back again with another Three Dudes One Vlog podcast. podcast. This podcast is for the week of December 7th. Yeah. Yes. 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 December 7th. I did the same thing. And um. Taylor got married. Taylor got married. Again. Again. The PlayStation experience happened. Um we still don't have a firm release date for PlayStation VR or a price for PlayStation VR, Ooh. which is very upsetting. But it's a, but it's still a thing. Oh, it's definitely still a thing.
1: Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be awkward if they just like cut it? The last pretty month. much
2: all of PlayStation experience was like VR stuff. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like I saw like two things that weren't a VR related, and then everything Actually, else was oh, yeah. like. Oh, this game, it's going to be for VR. Didn't Oculus
1: have a big thing, too, recently? I feel like I got on the the news one day and it was just like, Oculus this, Oculus that, Oculus this, Oculus that, for like ten pages.
0: Oh, I don't care. Oculus is dead to me
2: now. I don't know the last time that I even heard somebody talk about an Oculus Rift. Well, there you go. There's your two seconds of
0: fame, Oculus. The only thing I remember remember about reading Oculus recently is... um, Did you guys know, I was checking this uh, during Trivia last night, or Taylor, you weren't there, we are doing the top 40 under 40, like billionaires that own their own company. Oculus is in the top 40 under 40. Tight. Didn't know that. I mean, I knew they were big, but that's pretty big for a company that can't even release something to the public. (laughs) They announced early 2016. Oh yeah, sure, they can announce all they want. Well, it's apparently when the consumer thing is coming out, I think. Yeah. I am so excited for PlayStation VR. I will buy it. I will line up at GameStop to buy it. (laughs) I'll pay to see that to see me line up to see you line up at How a, like, much? GameStop. Uh, let's get this recorded. 25 bucks. bucks. 5 bucks. That's not even going to buy me Chipotle. Exactly. You don't want Chipotle yeah, right now. You don't now, want Chipotle though. right now. I will want Chipotle by the time <laughs> <that> <laughs> PlayStation VR comes out. By but, the way, kids, there.
2: don't eat Chipotle right now. You might die. You I might had Chipotle
0: <laughs> literally yesterday. Yeah, and your life's on the line. Yeah, I did have a very sharp pain <laughs> in my ribs. Like, right around my heart We're area. you're getting a real hypochondriac, you're, like, really starting to freak out. Like, oh, my God. No. Well, it's like, happening. This is how it ends. It's, like, the sharp pain that I get sometimes, like, just this for a, a second. Thing? This
1: is a normal thing?
0: Like, every, like, few weeks. You guys never have, like, sharp pains? I, got in the, like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that know. rib pain. You're like, oh, yeah. what was that? And then you, like, sit weird for a minute. Uh-huh. And then you're like, okay, it was whatever. But it, like, it was there, and it persisted for, like, an hour. And I was, like, walking around, like, holding my side, like, Ugh. I
1: actually saw an image yesterday that was like in your 20s when you, had on, on, ab, when you had abdominal pain. You're just like, oh, must have made something weird. And then in your 40s and 30s and 40s when you have abdominal you're like, so this is how it ends. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so this is it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm so hyped for VR. But that's not what we're here to talk about, or is it? Or is it? We're here to talk about the cool hip news. I started to do some new things thing, and then I decided that I didn't We're here to it.
2: talk about all the things, starting with me, because yeah. I won last time, yeah. with my riveting personal experience with Destiny. Oh, I remember that, Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I remember exactly No, that wasn't my about. topic, but that is that, what we talked about. But that was like half of your topic, and then we wanted yeah. to hear this stuff. So what what I'm here to topic?
2: T- what I'm here to talk about this week, <laughs> well, though... <what> <laughs> I don't know what my real topic was last time. (laughs) (laughs) Too many things have happened since then. Fact. Oh my god. Is online only games and specifically the betas that all of them have been having uh, like six months before the game comes out. So I read like right after, it was like the day after we recorded two weeks ago. Mm. I was reading an article about... Was it uh, Forbes? It was. Was
0: it, was it your boy? It was your my boy? boy,
1: Paul Tassi. <laughs> represent. He did, I've, I've read some of his articles now. He does do some pretty good stuff. And, I
0: tweeted at him to help him fix his fucking computer, and he ignored me. What was wrong with it? What did he do? I don't know. He ignored he me. some sound
2: oh. thing was wrong with it, but... Classic. Hey, Paul, listen to Thomas. He knows what he's talking about. But... He wrote an article, and he was talking about, uh, he specifically threw out, like, Evolve, Rainbow Six Siege, Mm -hmm. uh, Battlefront, Titanfall, and he said all these big games that were supposed to be, like, these really big deals, and they all had the pretty big betas of, uh, varying degrees of size and length and stuff, but he said he played a lot of them, or most of them, and specifically Battlefront is one thing that he really focused about, Mm -hmm. and, uh, he said that that multiplayer-only games have this problem of, like, if you play so much of the beta and you get so much into it that you can get burnt out. And so he was specifically saying, like, Evolve and Battlefront, he got burnt out on, and he, like, decided that while they were good games and that he liked playing them, he felt like he had got all of the value of the game during the beta. Mm-hmm. And so... In one point, like at the very beginning of the article, he threw out the idea of like these betas are almost like the modern day demos that we used to have mm-hmm. of where like you get the a disc in your Nintendo Power magazine and you'd play like Lara Croft Tomb Raider like the first ten minutes. Well, you wouldn't like, do that
0: on Nintendo Power. Well, you'd I'm get just, that on like, PSN. Making, out,
2: making up stuff, but uh. <laughs> Of, like, that these betas give you the chance to, like, try out these games and see what you want them, but is that is that good for the modern gaming industry? Like, while it might be good for the players, yeah. in one perspective of, like, you get to decide, oh, well, I played Battlefront, and while it's a good game, I don't think I want to spend $60 on it.
0: Is that a personal experience or an anecdote?
2: Uh... That is not a personal experience for me. That's just an anecdote. I didn't play any of the Battlefront beta. I know you two did. Okay, And I don't think either of you decided to buy the game. I bought it. Taylor bought
0: it. Taylor buys everything, though. I don't buy everything. What game haven't you bought? Did you get Halo 5? Yeah. Did you get Black Ops 3? No. Damn it. I knew you did. Did you
2: play the Black Ops 3 beta?
0: Yes.
1: Oh. (laughs) And I didn't like it. To be perfectly honest, I don't really like it. It's too complicated.
2: But... But, like, so, I don't know. Where do you, what do you guys, I guess, throw that out there? Like, what are your experiences with your recent betas, games that you didn't decide not to buy?
1: I or- think that he's accurate in the sense that the multiplayer-only games have kind of a problem where you get in this beta and you play and you're done. Right? I mean... Like you said, back in the day when you're doing the demos and when you're trying to basically try out these games, you wouldn't like they don't give you basically the multiplayer experience to do it. They give you like a couple levels or a piece of something to play you with. The vertical slice. Give you that vertical yeah. slice. Give you that challenge mode or something, and say mess around for a bit, see what you can have fun with. Now, however, like the real thing that sticks with me about them is just that it. I find it hard sometimes to justify that full sixty dollar ticket price to get into the multiplayer only game, and not just because. You know, there's no real campaign, or maybe it's pared down, or something like that, but because if that's all it is, I can get that with a trial, or I can get that by borrowing someone's game for 10 hours, or something like that. Like, once, you're, once you decide whether or not you're okay with the mechanics, that's pretty much the do or die for the game. Mm-hmm. because they're not going to drastically say, well, now we're going to make it so you're, there's no gravity and you actually play soccer. You know, like, they're not going to just, like, completely change <laughs> the game on you. Mm-hmm. They so, could, and they should. Yeah, they could, and they should, but no one's going to, like, especially someone like EA or Ubisoft are not going to do that. So on one hand, I have a problem with the fact that why are they even bothering to have a beta? But then I have a problem with the fact of why are they bothering to have a beta for a $60 game that is essentially multiplayer only? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Because when you look at other multiplayer-only games like Counter Strike and like like you were talking about and like uh, like MOBAs for instance, these most MOBAs tend to be free to play, and then they make their money some other way, and that's how they fund new characters and do new stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. But how in the world, like you were saying, with how that guy was, how, what his experience was with Battlefront, like how are they going to release new things to make it worth it for me to stick around? Well, specifically
2: with like Battlefront, it's a sixty-dollar game. Within a fifty dollar season, season pass, pass on the back end for all the DLC. So, like, if you want to play the game hardcore and play with it through all of its cycles of DLC releases and whatever, you're going to spend one hundred and fifty
1: or hundred and ten
2: one hundred and ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we math good. Yeah, I only math at work. Yeah, hey, math ninety five.
0: Yeah, I. What do you think?
1: How's it? What's your feeling? What do you think?
0: How you I feel that. Paul Tassie, that is, that is mm-hmm. Paul Tassie... Paul Tassie. Is his name? Paul Tassie. Paul Tassie. Is going through... How old is he? Probably, like, late 20s? 30s. Older than us. Early 30s. Early 30s. So, Paul, your gameplay habits are changing. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to have It's not you. But it is you. It's not the industry. It's you.
2: So... <laughs> Like, but he's like a hardcore Destiny gamer. Like he's probably played just as many hours of Destiny. And so, like he goes on uh-huh. and say, like he played the shitload out of the Destiny beta, and mm-hmm. like, but that was that brought, was. like, yes, it was. And so that it's it's like this problem of like he posted, He also threw out the Call of Duty beta. He played uh-huh. the Call of Duty beta. It's multiplayer only. He said he's not going to play that much multiplayer, but he felt like he still bought the game and he still felt it was going to be fun because of zombies Uh and the campaign, which you can argue whatever you personally feel Call of Duty campaigns are worth. But zombies is a fairly big deal. And so at least Call of Duty, I mean, while a lot of people say Call of Duty is just multiplayer, the Treyarch games also have the zombies, so that's at Mm -hmm. least something. It has something else to say, well... I can play multiplayer, but like on those nights, Saturday nights, I can also get three buddies together, and we can play zombies till four o'clock in the morning or whatever.
0: right, And I'm not saying that anything, anything that's necessarily bad. I think that these betas are great because, yes, I did play the Star Wars Battlefront beta, and I play a lot of betas. I almost never intend to buy these games. And otherwise, I would have no way to play them. I would have never gotten to play Star Wars Battlefront. I didn't think that I might want to play it, and then play the beta and decide, no, it's not really worth it. I think that if I liked, like, if I thought I was going to buy the game originally and had played that beta, I probably would have actually bought it. I actually almost did buy it because I played the beta. yeah, Because I really did like it, but I know... As a uh, as a slightly older gamer, somebody over the age of sixteen, I don't have ten hours a day to play a multiplayer game. Like when you have a single player game, you can set your own pace. When you have a multiplayer game, you kind of have to play with the rest of the community. You know, like so, so, like Destiny, like you level up and you're a single player, but like if you're gonna play in the PvP stuff, like. You need to level up at the same time as everybody else, or you're going to be fucked in PvP until yeah. you beat all of the PvE. You need to keep. Pace. And that's just even more so with games like Evolve and Titanfall and Battlefront. Like, if you want to be competitive, you have to get in on the ground floor and you have to play. You have to put the hours in to stay up with the rest of the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I just can't. I don't have the time to do that, nor the desire to do that. I mean, who does? It, it nice. <laughs> well, so yeah, and I'm, I'm saying that I think these betas are good because one, you do get to try the games out. Yeah, uh, like it would suck if you had these games that have one hook, the multiplayer, and you don't. Nobody gets to see it until the game comes out, and you get people like me who like I get to play this game that I otherwise wouldn't play at all. And mm-hmm. I think saying that Star Wars Battlefront doesn't have enough more than the beta is probably not right like their whole game modes like there's dog fights that you didn't even get to see in there and like you got to use what like four or five guns and three power-ups yeah there's no way like it's got to have way more than that at least double of what you got to play so like Mm -hmm. i don't think that the beta is enough of a representation of battlefront specifically because i played it like i felt like i was playing a like a very like the old demos like a vertical slice like, I felt like there was a whole lot more that I didn't get to play. Mm-hmm. And just like, so multiplayer games in general being $60 and then getting hyped up to hell and then people play them for three months and then drop off, I don't think is. Isn't like. I don't think it's because multiplayer only games aren't worth $60 or. Um, The betas have ruined them because people got burned out. I think it's because your gameplay isn't there. Like, Mm. Counter-Strike, Starcraft. (coughs) Games
1: that are multiplayer-only still have a following 30 years later. Yeah, 30 years... Well, you could argue,
2: though, that like Counter-Strike... Well, yes, the gameplay is good. Like, one thing that Counter-Strike has going for it is it has a $20 price tag and not a $60 price tag. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way I would have bought Counter Strike if it wasn't twenty bucks. Twenty bucks, right? So, so like, what if? So, I mean, so, it's we are, I hate to say like this would never happen, but like, what if Evolve and Battlefront and Rainbow Six Siege came out at thirty five dollars?
0: Way more like, interested. huh. like, like I what think if Battlefront
2: came out and said it was? 40 bucks yeah i would think you bought it for 40 bucks maybe or i would, would have, it have to go even lower than that for you to even so like for so for me it yeah, was just you. fun
0: enough like to like j- buy in for me if it's not a game that i know i'm gonna want to buy and like the if i'm gonna buy a game i know from the first trailer i see that i'm going to buy this game uh uh-huh. Like, the order. I saw the first trailer and I was like, yep, I'm in. Sure. Yeah. I don't care, like, what. Like, I knew, like, leading up to it, the game was getting shit reviews and all this stuff. And I still, like, I knew I was going to buy it. Yep. Uh, those games, I will pay whatever. Like, $60, $40, $80, $100. Like, if it's a game I want, mm-hmm. like, I've I'm lucky enough to have made it to the point in my life that... I don't have to worry about how much a game costs mm-hmm. in that aspect, but if it's not a game that like I'm gonna that I really want it has to be twenty dollars or less like I will drop twenty dollars on almost anything no I get that I mean it's kind of like how it used to be at the
1: app store right like if something's ninety nine cents' ninety nine cents I'll buy that app sure I'll try it out especially when it's a game and it's only like one third one dollar and thirty cents mm-hmm. you're thinking I'll give that an afternoon kind of a thing yeah like I feel like what he's driving at is really around what he was talking about like, some of these games have these followings that will last for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And when when it boils down to it, none of the games that we've necessarily mentioned are necessarily bad. It's just that perhaps the staying power wasn't there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how we were first talking about Rocket League when it first came out. Like, that's a multiplayer on the game. You know, that's something Mm -hmm. that you can only do with other people. And, And like, it's got the legs because it has those moments that are fun and un- unexpected mm-hmm. and it's very competitive. So it's like, yeah. well, I'm just saying, like, that's a bad comparison to compare against something like Battlefront because those are two completely different things, right? Like those. Are well, really, the big different. thing
0: with Rocket League is everybody on PS4 got it for free.
1: Right, and so that was one thing. Like, you have to have, I feel like you do have to have a player base that sinks into it and just really really goes for it right like you
0: have to have those people that are mm. you know
1: the dicks at the well, top of the hill with all the stuff that you want mm.
0: right well so there there've been plenty other of games that came out like if we're like, talking about Rocket League like Ro- I'm not saying Rocket League got popular just because it was free it certainly helped it yes but Rocket League had the advantage the the community there like you're talking about there are people that sunk in and we're posting on Reddit and posting YouTube videos every day yep. and just making this game, like, a part of the the conversation for months on end. Whereas there are plenty of other games on PS Plus that were free that I thought were really cool. I can't remember the name. of Secret Ponchos, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. twin-stick multiplayer arena shooter. That was random. was super cool. I was, like, hyped from that since the day they announced it. I got it on PS Plus, and, like... You nobody even talked about it the week it came out. So like you your gameplay definitely has to be there no matter what. Yeah. And like Rocket League is the story of twenty fifteen of like like that Someone perfect made crystal of gameplay. Yep. I mean it's just it's it's an
1: interesting concept of like how long is that gonna last? You know, because these I mean, Star Wars is a big blockbuster name, especially Battlefront is something that people really wanted to be good. But before the I mean, before the game even came out, people were hating on it because it wasn't going to have everything the last one had, essentially. And when it did come out, everyone was surprised with how beautiful it was, for one.
0: But two, with... Man, that game is beautiful, though. It is. Oh, it's fantastic. I don't know how it does it. I,
1: I don't fantastic. either. Well, like, have you seen some 4K shots of that? Oh, it's crazy.
0: When you see it, like, live, Ryan, with the sounds and all this shit, it's amazing. But
1: at the end of the day, I really do think that games... Lo- some of the games that have come out that have been multiplayer only have just been a little lacking. Like every game that I've played so far that's been multiplayer only, because I mean, I played Evolve, I played Titanfall, I played Battlefront, I play, you know, like I've hit a lot of those games that have come out like that, and there was that feeling that it was fun and it was something I could do, but it was almost comfort foody if that makes sense, more so than a, like, than a compelling experience. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that's kind of a good way to put it. And I think that's one of the things that contributes to how long it's going to last. You can only eat that food for so long before you're like, well, let's do something else. Uh-huh. And if it's going to be a competitive game when you come back to it, since it's multiplayer only, it's not going to be the same, right? You're Like you said, you're going to be behind. You're going to not be up to, up to snuff.
0: Right. Like, that's my biggest problem. And now I'm getting way off topic, but I have to mention it. With multiplayer online games now is that they have a progression system. Yeah. Anytime you implement a progression system, you have. To as far as, as I'm concerned, if I'm not there on day one, I'm not buying the fucking game at all. It's not even worth it. Because you're stuck at a disadvantage for weeks if you're somebody that can only play for an hour every few days. hmm And that's just, like, well, not appealing to me. That's why, like, Counter-Strike and shit like that, like, Everybody's on a level playing field all the time. Like, I could pick up Counter-Strike Go today, and sometimes I do, like, just play Counter-Strike Go for an evening, and it's great because even though I've been out of the scene for years until they unleashed this new pistol today, like, (laughs) I I knew what everything was, and, like, I could pick up any... I could jump into any match and still be as good as I was before without, like, as good Twitch skills and whatever. Well, when you
2: say, like, progression system, do you mean, like, unlocking things, or
0: do you mean, like, actually, like, skill-wise? I mean unlocking things. So, when you, you had mentioned that MOBAs are, like, free-to-play. Yeah. That made me think of, like, any FPS that is, like, free-to-play, and it, well, really, this is, like, I don't know, FPSs in, with, with these progression systems, like, you start out with the basic guns, and you might end up on a server with somebody who's level thirty, level fifty, level whatever that has just unlocked better guns than you, mm-hmm. and that is just that's not fair. To I mean, well, like it, I would say, like
2: I don't know the games that I, the ga- the games that I'm thinking of, like Call of Duty and stuff. Like, yes, there are some power weapons. But those aren't necessarily based on, like, levels and things like that. Well, yes, like, you unlock more things and more options. That That's more, like, a weapon balancing. Mm-hmm. If, theoretically... Well, the best gun in Call of Duty is unlocked at the very last level. The M8, right now, is the biggest overpowered gun. Uh-huh. And it just ha- and. It's like a one-burst shot, basically. But right now, all the burst guns are overpowered. But you can unlock a first... One burst gun is one gun that you start out with. Uh And it has just a slightly lower fire rate, but you can unlock bracket fire for it really quickly. And it's almost just as good as an M8. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's more of a game's, like, problem of... Call of Duty, the last two Call of Duty specifically, I can think of, a lot of the really good guns... Like, especially Advanced Warfare, the two biggest guns, the two best guns that everybody used, uh-huh. were the two guns you started out with.
0: Okay. Well, also, this is, like, going back to the last times that I played game... But, like, These, more games... Like, those mm-hmm. kinds of games mm-hmm. was,
2: like... But when I think about, like, Destiny or whatever, like, you are kind of right about that. Where, uh-huh. if well, you haven't gone through the skill tree and upgraded all the way to get
1: the worthwhile... Or if you haven't done that mission to perk, that gun... Or whatever, yeah.
0: Right, I and think yes. Destiny's different because Destiny is but then, a yeah. multiplayer it is a PvE game.
2: So, the, yeah, and then that's kind of the different thing of like Destiny. Destiny's like this weird thing of like you unlock everything, you can unlock everything in PvE, but then everything you unlock in PvE carries over to PvP.
0: That's just called an In and Out. Well,
1: true, but. Not that they like Sorry. to call it that. Not yeah. that they like to call it that. Yeah,
0: Bungie would never tell you that. But, it, you know, it's just like any MMO or, like... Well, I guess I don't know many other Anyway, it's... the not, not like Guild Wars. Getting to the point, I think these betas are great. I don't think anybody loses by this. EA probably gets, or might get, more sales because somebody like me, if I was more just... I was almost there. Like, if I had like one more little tip, like tap, I would have bought the game and tip, tip, played tip, it. Tip it. But they probably get more customers because of it because people that wouldn't have played it originally try it out because it's free and maybe they like it. And then also they get to stress their servers. Yeah. And Paul Tassi gets to play the fucking game. He's not gonna buy it, he's still got to play it. Like, why are you upset that well, he you got specifically to play?
1: gets the games for free probably in the first place? So. I yeah. agree with you in that it's good to... it's good Banners are good for exposure, no matter what the game is. And it's good to be able to make the decision about whether or not you're going to buy the game before you even have to make that decision, right? You can right. you can see what it's like before you actually get it, you know, or before it's out. So I think that's great. But I do agree with you and Paul in the sense that on the other flip side of the coin, you can burn yourself out really quick. And particularly, mm-hmm. as we've been talking if you burn yourself out on games that don't have staying power in the first place. But that's probably more hearkening back to the fact that, you know, the game should have been better in the first place. This is why you don't do a beta
0: for a bad game. But well, no, you do, I mean, do do a beta for a bad game, so then I, don't I don't have, buy have to buy it. it.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. It's kind of a great Yeah,
0: I, like, I totally, like, totally agree with getting burned out on games over betas. Like, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, like, a few months ago, about like getting burned out on betas and never playing the actual game because like i did that for like two years i just played games that were in beta yeah and then when it came out people were like oh hey you used to play this all the time you want to play i'm like i don't know i played it in beta i, don't I think like it was anymore. when
1: we were talking about early access and green light
0: yeah i think it was not that was like internet. years ago um, anyway
1: anyway nostalgia you and go sure and i'm gonna change what i'm talking about to something else we were talking about earlier, because it sounds like a better topic anyway. Let's talk about Final Fantasy VII. Yes? Because I am confused by the fact that not only will the game be episodic, but that each episode, episode
0: if you want, would be 60 bucks. Okay, um, first thing, show of hands, who watched that dope-ass trailer? Yeah,
1: you're not raising your hand. Okay, I was like, I did not raise my hand.
0: You didn't watch it, Ted? I didn't even play. It. I
1: didn't even play it originally. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin it now. I can't. You know,
0: I and mean, it's just. It just shows you. No how pretty it is. Just no spoilers. It just shows you how pretty it is.
1: I mean, I've seen. I've seen screenshots. It looks. I've seen screenshots of what it looked like and what it looks like now. So just by, you know, one screenshot, I can tell this is going to look about a thousand times better.
0: Yeah, one thing would look better than um, a triangle head and square hands. And then like, balloon arms. Yeah. So. <clears throat> We'll make you watch the trailer after this, of course. Anyway,
1: my pro- here's, here's, we were talking about this for a moment earlier, and what confuses the crap out of me is that we have, like, for instance, a good, a good example of someone that does this right now would be, like, the Walking Dead game, right? How it, Telltale kind of releases, like, different chapters for it, and mm-hmm. they release new content for it, so it's an episodic game. I'd say an argument could be made for kind of games like Left for Dead, except that there weren't exactly what? new things. The gameplay itself was episodic, but the game itself wasn't released in an episodic nature. Right. So, what makes me confused by it isn't necessarily that they're doing it, especially considering, like, we've talked about how large that game and games of that era of that type were. However, I don't understand why it's going to be $60 each time, and now I'm even further confused by the fact that apparently you heard it's going to be two to three years.
0: I didn't hear that. I, that's, that's me. That's your speculation? That's my speculation. Okay.
1: Then, okay, that makes me feel a little better, because I'm like, what in the world? I think there's no way
2: in hell they're going to release episodes every year.
0: Yeah. They, I agree with
2: Thomas Like on we, that fact.
0: Yeah, so we'll just well, rehash some of these could, points that we talked yeah, about yeah. Off, off mic. Is that, like, Square Enix is not Activision, is not Ubisoft. EA, is not Ubisoft. They cannot release a game every year. They can barely even get a game out every year. Not <laughs> Much less a it's definitely not the Looking game that Gino you Hearts. ever
2: want them to release. Yeah,
0: like we've been waiting for Final Fantasy fifteen got announced with the fucking PS three. Okay, like we've been waiting really? over a decade for this. Really, we've been waiting like eight years for Kingdom Hearts three. Like they do not know how to finish their core series. And uh, one thing that could be better about Final Fantasy seven is. I believe it is being outsourced to an outside developer, um, and you know, of course, like Square has oversight and everything. Yeah, yeah. But once you get it out of their like grasp, maybe the games will actually get finished in time. <laughs> but I, I think two to three years is good. I mean, if they can do it in one year, that's great. But. And And if it's as much content as
2: they make it out to be, (laughs) that shouldn't be a problem. When that the diehard fans that love this game so much are going to be playing it for the full two years. So,
1: but here's here's where this breaks down for me personally. Correct me if I'm wrong, since I haven't played the game. Mm Shut me, whatever. But like every other Final Fantasy game, except for a couple that shall not be named, they were turn-based tactics games. Right, not tactics in the sense of like Final Fantasy tactics. but They're tactics RPGs. This, yeah, turn-based RPGs. Yes. Thank you. So once you kind of have the combat system done, you don't. There's not going to be a change between the episodes, right? So really, the this, episodic releases are just the story. Mm-hmm. Now, the clip though that I watched didn't seem like it was turn-based combat, though. Um, I can, they have changed I can touch it recently. On that. Which you can in a moment, but so what confuses, the only thing that confuses me about it right now is that it's still one of those games where you pretty much, even late when the games that weren't turn-based, you pretty much come across an encounter, the encounter starts, and then a battle happens, and you're, like, removed from the actual world, and it happens as its own little thing, and then you come back, and it's over. Like, what I don't understand about this is, like, basically, I know Final Fantasy, like Metal Gear, is kind of known for its cutscenes. It's known for having those things that are, like, you know minutes or so long I believe some of the recent ones were apparently I don't know that's what I thought I heard point is I can see how that might take time to do but once you got the combat down you just gotta get the world done and sure you might want to make it 3D and make it beautiful but I still I don't understand how that would take 10 years now for for Square Enix again for that size of a developer I can see how that might take time but it's just it it boggles my mind that it's gonna be 60 bucks a piece for like 3 different games that Uh is one game I mean it's like how I felt about when they did The Hobbit in 3 movies I'm like It wasn't that big a book in the first place. Like, how did we, how did we make this a six-hour episode instead of like the two hours you could have fitted in in the first place?
0: Right. So, I, when you bring that up, like that, yeah. Once the engine is built, you just you're just building content for your engine. That kind of does make me skew a little bit more towards maybe they could release it every year, but just because the main reason the type of game
1: really. Like, if right. it was something else, it would be a little, little
0: different. The main reason that I think they're not going to be able to do it on a yearly basis is not because, like, not because it's an RPG or because they're retelling a game that's already been told, so your source material is there. Like, you don't have to figure out your story. Yeah, it's like, you, you just got It's because it's Square Enix.
1: Yeah, I, which I can, I can respect that. I know, I understand mm-hmm. that.
2: Right, like... I mean, theoretically, this game should be, like, everything is done... They said all we're doing is taking exactly... What, I mean, they came out and emphasized this and multiple songs. Like, we're not removing anything. We're going to take exactly what Final Fantasy VII is and remake it and do this. So, other than making the engine, they have the whole book. They have everything written down. They just
0: had to program that's what, I don't, that's what I don't understand. Right. So, what What I'm expecting... Yeah. And when, when they say $60... Game full game content mm-hmm. on each episode. That leads me to and the fact that we're paying sixty dollars and multiple episodes. My expectation of Final Fantasy VII that would make me want to play it is that in the original game there were like there were tons of locations that had lots of buildings you could go into. Like uh-huh. you would go into a town and you could go into tons of buildings that were just. You know, whatever. They were there just because. And you could just go in and hang out. Like, building that in a 3D world, and, like, like it's not a one-to-one port. Yeah. Like, when you're building these, these cities and these worlds, like, you kind of have to take a new look at it and whatever. And I would expect every building, like, in the city that I can't think of where Tifa's from, like, I should be able to go into every house and, like, explore whatever... And like, I think they're going to go into so much depth because, like, there was there was so much more conveyed in the original game than the visuals and what you could actually do could get across. Like the the place is felt alive, and finger quotes. And like recreating that feeling in a three D world in a three D world is going to be very difficult. Oh yeah, and, and for I sure. and I like would appreciate, like, them taking their time and doing it right, because, like, Final Fantasy Seven is one of those games where you really don't want to just, like, build it and then, like, do one-for-one one and be like, yeah, well, that's kind of weird, but that's the way it was not the original game, so fuck you, that's what you want. Like, they're going to have to go through it all and, and kind of, whatever, special tooth comb, whatever, but it's, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <sighs>
1: I was merely commenting. I the fact I was that I'm about. just not. I'm. I just feel like I'm not convinced. So maybe it's the fact that I don't understand the scope of the game that it's worth necessarily sixty dollars each time. Like I feel like once I buy the first one, you know, just give me like a. I would even rather just pay like a forty dollars season pass on top of that and just be like, okay, no, you no,
2: there. Well, the okay. So I was sitting here thinking about this, and the, like. I think I had the same reaction that you had, Taylor, when I first saw it. It was like, wow. So they made like this big. Sony made this big deal. I mean at the E three like there were two things that came away from Sony's E three conference and Thomas, you might say that I'm just being hating Sony. Like oh well I guess three things. Shinmu (laughs) three, um, No Man's Sky and Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven. Well like the three things that came out of like E three. Yeah. From Mm -hmm. Sony. I don't remember like anything else that they announced. I didn't even remember Shinmu three. But Anyway. anyway. Anyway, so I said, like, the reaction that that got of, like, oh my god, they're releasing this game, that the, that's all I've wanted, or whatever, from everybody, and so I mentioned, my initial thought was, like, everybody's gonna hate this, right? Like, There's you're doing no the one thing that, like, everybody hates, of, like, trying to steal your money. Uh-huh. Like, everybody hates games that are... HD remakes! HD remakes, like, just money grabs, cash grabs, or whatever, and, like, clearly this is just, we know... You want this game so badly, and we're going to say we can't do this at once, so we're just going to make you pay $180 and buy three different games. And then I was sitting there, and then all of a sudden, no pun intended, this revelation came across me Tut. where I realized I did that with Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> it's so true. Go
0: on. Assassin's
2: Creed 2 was released and it was yep. the first of the three part Assassin's Creed 2 trilogy yep. of Brotherhood and Revelation. Yep. And mm-hmm. so they were no, I no. don't know what ended up leading Ubisoft to like down this road of like Assassin's Creed 1 came out and it was like a standalone game. And then Assassin's Creed 2 came out and it was really good. And then like all of a sudden the story just ended mm-hmm. and you were like I want more of that. And they're like, well, we're good because we're writing more. Like this, We're going to keep this story going. We're not going to start with a new character. So they kept going down with the same character. They didn't move worlds. You're still in Renaissance Italy, and so that's what you did with Brotherhood. And they introduced, it was basically the same game, right. with some new cities, <clears throat> new locations. And mm-hmm. then the recruiting, like a starting your Assassin's Guild thing yep. tacked on as like this new thing. And they're like... You know what? That was so good, and you still like that? We're going to make a third one with the same character. And then that's where they close the arc. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I bought all three, all three of those games the day they came out. Yeah. And they were freaking awesome, and to this day, <laughs> I still love that part of Assassin's Creed. Yep. Uh-huh. And since then, they haven't done it again. Every single game since then has been a standalone uh-huh. place. Like, we went to... Assassin's Creed 3 was in... I don't even remember where it was in. America. Yeah, it was America. Oh, the Revolution. America. And then Assassin's Creed 4 was in France, and then... Black Flag. Or Black Flag, and then Assassin's and then Creed 4 was France, and now... Wait, Four was Black Flag, right? 4 was Black Flag. Yeah, 4 oh, Black Flag. And then there was Unity, and now there was Syndicate, or whatever. Geez, Syndicate. Anyway... And so... And now we're just wondering when that franchise is going to I be. mean, everybody... Well, this isn't the best example of cash grab because everybody hates Ubisoft and everybody hates Assassin's Creed and it's just money grab on a yearly basis. And everybody but loved it. At Assassin's everybody did love Assassin's Creed 2. Yep. Like, it was when Assassin's thing. Creed 2 was out, like was nobody thing. was hating on it. And then when Assassin's Creed 3 came out, that's when the hate started. Mm-hmm. And so... And surprisingly, I haven't seen that much people hate on Final Fantasy VII. I've seen a lot of people saying, I don't like the way this sounds, but I'm still probably going to get it. Which is exactly what goes back to my initial thought. Of Of
0: Brotherhood and Square Enix
2: knows you're going to buy it. And Mm -hmm. while yes, they could work on the game for five years... And then eventually publish it as this massive thing, or they can release uh, chunks every two years, get some more money out of you because they know you're going to get it. Uh-huh. And so whether that's a good thing or not, well, I don't know what fair. that what that says or, or where that really goes with the topic.
1: But. I mean, I mean, part of my misconception is the fact that I haven't played the game and I really don't know the scope of, scope of it. But I have. I, I mean, I've played other JRPGs, so I can imagine if they're going from a two, basically a two D world into a full 3D rendering of these places, like, if they go and follow through religiously to recreate those places, they could be sprawling. Right, right? They, well, they could almost be somewhat games in themselves.
0: Right, exactly. So there's, like... there's For one example, there's, like, a whole city. Like, the first, I don't know, 10% of the game is a whole city that you explore and go through and, like, do mm-hmm. missions in and, like, kill people and whatever... And then, like, you go out, and then there's an entire planet. Like, Mm -hmm. I just remember what I said, like, when you first mentioned it in chat, Taylor. Like, Final Fantasy VII being remade in 3D, if they do it right, will be, like, the scope of Skyrim and Fallout with the beauty of Battlefront, or The Order. Like, you have to have a meticulous, like, eye for all of the little details that everybody remembers from the old games. And like they have to build out and like an entire casino with a racetrack and like twenty games that you play in the casino, like Mm -hmm. the different acts in Final Fantasy, just like in other JRPGs, really are like whole games in themselves. Mm -hmm. So that is basically what I think it
2: will come down to is the quality, the quality, and I mean, what, how much the game is, and so like. What made Assassin's Creed 2 worth it and not make people feel scams about it is while it was this trilogy, it really is three standalone games that you can mm-hmm. put, sink 60 hours in. And so that's like the thing that I just kind of hit me and reminded about this article that I was reading about it is where, where does it fall in between The Order 1886 and Fallout 4? Mm-hmm. And like what are these episodes gonna be and and that's just and that's just the connect? thing that we're not gonna know until the first one comes out right and because I have a hard time seeing square or anybody coming out and saying well this is how much content this is this is up to here's where we stop like in right. the first game I, so yeah, oh, they it's can't like, just, yeah 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 <laughs> so it, it's until the game comes out which is kind of I mean who knows so what? vague or whatever. It's, it's this, this idea of the unknown of right now, currently the, the, when we think of current day episodic content, we think of telltale games.
0: Yeah. Right. Which are like two to three hours.
2: And so clearly this can't be that. And they're saying it's not going to be priced like that. And so it's clearly going to be something different. Hopefully. And so, (laughs) but all they've come out and said, it's a full game's worth of content. But like, that is such a vague statement. Of again, like the one quote that I saw of, where will it fall in between Order eighteen eighty six and Fallout four, uh-huh. and that will end up being the deal breaker of whether
0: they destroy mm-hmm. your childhood yeah. or whether it turns out right. okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an- one last thing I'll say is that's another reason that I think that the episodic content is great because they can stop. They, yeah. Well, they won't have to work for ten years on this game and then release it and everybody only play like five hours and be like, Well this was shit. Like they can get out that first bit of it and we will find out where it falls on that scale. What is the quality? Because in my opinion, for it to succeed, it needs to be ten out of ten. Yes, it needs to be a like it at it least needs an eight have the in meticulous detail and a ten in scale. Like it the scale has to be there. Like it has to have Every single room fully realized in 3D and not just a copy paste of the other room, because like in the original game, like every room, like you go through, like you you go through a skyscraper, you go through like 30 floors, and each floor is unique. Like that's a whole. I mean, that's I know a that, that's like there's so, and that's not even a. This is just one mission. There's all kinds of. Sh- it, I could easily, easily, easily see Final Fantasy VII being turned into three or more games that I would say are worth $60. I'm not saying they will be, but with what we've seen with other games as far as mm-hmm. the polish and the scope, it's definitely possible. Oh, it's possible,
1: yeah. The more we talk about it, the more it seems to really make sense that they're doing it. I am just still definitely going to be one of the skepticals. Yeah, well... I will wait to see it. But I, could, I, I would love to be proven wrong.
0: Honestly, the bigger problem with Final Fantasy VII is not that it's a $60 episodic game. It's that it's, it's, that it's, it's a JRPG in the first place. In the 90s. <laughs> 90s. 80, what? The game came out in the 90s, yeah. but
1: the new one... Well, so, I'm just saying, it's also dated. Like, as fun as that's going to be, a lot of people, like, well, they're pretty okay. much relying on the user base to come back and want to come back to the game.
0: They're mm-hmm. not
1: necessarily... Like, like, people will come and play the game, and people may love it, but I, it is a different generation of gamers. They're not necessarily used to that.
0: Right, right. Um, well, watch the trailer, Taylor. It's totally different. It's not turn-based. It's not turn-based in the traditional sense. Is anymore. it more like the other Final Fantasies it's, that have come out lately so, where it's like it's, it's like free-roam attacking crap? Right. The way I saw it and the way I'm going to believe that it comes out is it's more like Kingdom Hearts. Because mm-hmm. it looks like Final Fantasy VII is running on the same engine or the similar engine as Final Fantasy XV. Which was, the, which was the one that I actually like, no more turn-based. Like, we're going to put right. you in there and you're going to Which go, is basically just Kingdom Hearts... Gameplay in Final Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah yeah. And that like that's something that people are interested in now. But it's gonna be cool. Anyway. We'll watch the trailer. I just wanna watch the trailer again. I just
1: thought I'd mention that I was totally skeptic of that entire thing.
0: But perhaps I'll be pretty wrong.
1: Thomas, what's your topic? So my topic
0: is How great are those headphones? That I had a day off work. <laughs> yeah. For the first time in months. In months. Yeah, and I've got Disgaea five and I was like, I should I'm like, I don't know, chapter eleven out of seventeen, so I've only got a little bit further to go and my characters are all power leveled. But I was feeling like, okay, if I've got After your last an evening.
1: Thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, if I've got an evening and a day, you know, like that's gonna get me maybe three or four chapters into Disgaea. i like I can let that, that slide. And right. then I thought maybe I'll play The Witcher Three. Because okay. the Witcher 3 got Game of the Year at the VGAs and I haven't even touched it and mm-hmm. you know I or thought I did. I thought like, but you I know Witcher 3. The game you play really you were so hyped for and you played for like ten hours.
1: It's like when you've got GTA and then he's like, man, this is not GTA Online, I'm just gonna put it away for four years and then complain. I
2: beat all of GTA. <laughs> I beat the entire campaign, okay? <laughs> I'm, just,
1: I'm just kidding. It's just It so was
2: bullshit. <laughs> the Witcher Three on their other their hand Guilty not
1: <laughs> even <pushed>. yeah, guilty. <laughs> guilty.
0: But then I remember that the bloodborne DLC came out, oh. and I was looking around and I couldn't find anywhere to buy it. So I was like, "Oh, so, oh, it, really? so it's free. Spoiler alert is not free." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh cool, it's free." Um, because like especially when like every article that I ever read leading up to it never mentioned anything about price, it was just like, oh, there's DLC. It's because it's so good they don't care. Right, well that's usually the way it is. Like with Souls games, nobody says like, oh, there's gonna be a DLC pack for twenty dollars. It's like, here's the DLC and there are three new bosses and we play them and they're fucking impossible! Yeah. So I just I was like, alright, I'll play Bloodborne. So I started a new character and I started playing, and I was just like Welcome back. Reminded how how like perfect the gameplay of Bloodborne is. And I was thinking about how great it is. I was like, man, this is like this is just so good. And then I remembered Metal Gear Solid 5. I was like, Metal Gear Solid 5 is like so good. And I eventually made it to the point where you could start the DLC, which this is a tangent from where my actual topic is. Yeah. But I feel like I have to follow through on the story. I made it to the point where you get to the DLC. I beat Vicar Amelia. And I didn't get the DLC item, so then I immediately looked up on my phone, and the DLC was $20. <laughs> so I went to go buy it, because I, I already spent eight, at that point, six and a half hours getting to the point like, where I needed to get it. it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, like, I wanna at least play it. And so then I bought the DLC, um, walked up the first set of stairs, got demolished by the first enemy like 10 times, and then I went and Googled, like, what level should you be until before you start the DLC? And it said, you should have the entire game beaten. I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> so, that was frustrating. I'll bet. Um, but I'm gonna... be I'm it. going to power through. Yes, I'm just gonna power level up and keep doing co-op until I'm leveled up enough to go do the DLC. Because, like, the game... Like, I just remembered they... Not remembered, but, like, I got to play it again and the gameplay is, like, so fun... It's also very frustrating and intense. Um, Honestly, it probably was some of the most satisfying combat I've had in a while. But it just made me think more broadly of, like... And I think this is a good fit for one of our last podcasts. This is either going to be our last podcast or our second to last podcast of the year of, like... This is a good year for video games. It is. It has been. For, like, at least, like, the kind of shit that I'm into, like... In one year I got a Metal Gear Solid, a Souls game, and a Disgaea. And a guitar hero. And a guitar hero. <laughs> and I was gonna get a Tony Hawk, but that turned out to be shit. So we so we steered clear of that that quagmire. Like, if Tony Hawk's Pro Skater five was really good, this would have been like the best game year ever. In a while. Yeah, like it's I just I can't remember the last time I had, like, two games. Like, Bloodborne and Metal Gear Solid Five, are, like, total 10 out of 10s for me. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the last time I had, like, two games that were just, like, <coughs> totally amazing in one year. I mean, what were your favorite games, Ryan?
2: <clears throat> I was thinking about this. Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Probably. I mean, like, literally... Up until the past month, the two games that I've played pretty much the entire year, the most have been Destiny, Destiny, and Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. The only new game that I could say I got and played like somewhat regularly is I bought Rocket League at Land War in July, right before it like busted out and like I played that a lot. Basically the entire Land War. Uh-huh. I played Rocket League. And so if I had to pick my favorite game for the year, it would probably be Rocket League. Really? Or Hearthstone. Um, I mean, does that Taken King quantify as its own game? Even Taken though it's King does DLC? qualify
0: as its own game. Because of but the do you controls. really think it was Game of the Year material for you? No. It's the only game I've played
2: this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> based on that quality, it's <laughs> not it's been a great year of games for me, just because I feel like I branched out a lot. Like, never played a Souls game before. Never really used to be into that kind of thing. Played that, loved it. That was fun. Beat
0: it. Yeah, beat that. That was pretty good. I need you to to when you get home check your soul level and tell me what soul level you are.
1: It's been a while. I don't remember. Or not
0: soul level. Whatever the the level. Whatever is the level, level thing is called. <clears throat> I think I'm like 30 or something like that. Not. You're not level 30. There's no way. No. Is that high? That's very low. Oh, okay. I, I was either. level 81 when I beat the game. Whoa! Okay, I don't remember what
1: I was. Maybe I was? I don't know. Anyway, and point just for,
0: just for posterity's sake, the internet says you should be level 110 before you try the DLC. That is... That is rough right there. Well, I... Like, I also tried to stay as low level as possible. Oh, yeah, you were doing the usual Souls thing.
1: Actually, the game of my
2: favorite game of this year is Ori and the Blind Forest.
0: Ooh... Oh, did you see, They put. Um, did you play Uncharted. It? I started to play Uncharted. What happened? You played Uncharted too like and Katie was just being snatchy the whole time. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: definitely not as good as Assassin's Creed. Well, uh, no, but but you only wife. played
1: like. Oh, oh okay. I'll oh, play... Some, your wife. That was Katie's. <laughs> yeah. I
2: did start playing. I do have a conclusion about PlayStation Four gamers. They're okay. all noobs.
1: They are, though. Can I be honest for a moment? I
2: played four games of the Uncharted 4 beta and finished
1: in first place. You didn't even tell me that you played the Uncharted 4 beta! We have a new topic. (laughs) I I played,
2: seriously, I played five games on Monday night, and I was in first place on every game, and I was just running around, like, not, like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to reload. Maybe you're just good, bro. I was. F- I, like, had three bullets and I would just fire them and force my character to reload. Like, I didn't know what reload I think it's was. circle. You can
0: just, like, push the
2: I'm buttons. pretty sure it's triangle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's one of the <laughs> four buttons on the I face. mean, I was trying to and none of them seemed to be doing anything, so. And
1: that is hysterical. I'm gonna be and, honest. And you're
0: so, like, have to seriously, tell me all about this I was data.
2: running around the map, firing. I'd have, like, I'd, I'd kill somebody, I'd look down. Oh, I have 7 bullets. Tsh,
0: reload. Reload.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Wow. So, you all finish, you Sony gamers suck. You got to you got to finish up. You got to finish up the uncharted games. They're so good. I know. Yeah, you got to Well, so he I need to put some time Unless
0: out. he played a lot more after I stopped watching him play cuz I, need I need was that. We were playing really with some good. share play. Um that's what, that's what he about. basically did the the beginning mission, like the stealth mission, which is literally the worst part of the game. It's literally play the opposite
2: of, of the rest of the game. Yeah, because then we got off and we played, played Magicka, like just to Magica. see what it was. I think it's fun. Um, it was pretty fun. And we did like the tutorial of that, and then you got off, and then I got off, and then we all oh, we played Hearthstone. Then we all got off. Yeah. yeah, but, but and then we played Tavern Brawl.
0: But, <laughs> The first the the museum mission of Uncharted Two or museum like chapter yep. is literally the worst part of the game, right? It is. Not that it's bad, it's just but it's it's the totally worst different. part of the game. It's,
1: it's not it doesn't represent whatever whatever you do in the rest of the game.
0: Yeah. The rest of the game's totally different.
1: Honestly, if if Well not totally you if just they don't have to do fucking stealth. Don't versions. let Assassin's Creed die. They're sooner or later gonna run out of time frames that's like before modern day. They're going to have to be like be going to, like, well, now this is 1891. The last game was 1884. You know, like, they're going to run out of freaking time. Sooner or later, I imagine Assassin's Creed more or less turning into something very similar Assassin's Creed to Future Untargeted. War. Exactly.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if Syndicate is the last Assassin's Creed until they do a reboot in ten years and the two of you are like, fuck, they're bringing back Assassin's Creed! And you'll, like, totally forget about Unity and Syndicate and be like, Oh, Assassin's Creed 2 is dope. So when already, they do, in year ten years,
2: uh, when the, whenever the new systems come out and they release the complete edition of Assassin's Creed 2, like one <laughs> disc of the entire game
1: series, I'm gonna buy that. You're gonna it, buy it, it in will Put on his, his AR suit, yeah. put on his <laughs> VR helmet, and get in his Omni treadmill and start running around stumbling <laughs> people. Yeah. yeah.
0: That'll be the day. That'll be the day. On my,
1: on my Nintendo NX. I think this year's been pretty good for games. I think there's been a lot of good things that come out. I think there's been a lot of branching too. I feel like it hasn't. Like there's still been the usual franchise things. Like there's still had the new Halo. There's still the new Call of Duty. There's still. I feel like the, the new, new Halo, Creed.
0: the new Call of Duty, and the new Assassin's Creed really like fell under the radar compared they did. to new IPs. I think they're at I least think, in the circle where I. I learned. think
1: the franchise circle is finally starting to peter out a bit. You know well, I mean? we're just
0: moving to new franchises. Yeah, which which I
1: think is good, but I just hope that we don't just, you know, let's start up the wheel again.
0: We're definitely starting up the wheel again. Man. Like, it's gonna be the... Like, it's always been like that. You had your franchise... Like, you had your Sonic the Hedgehog and your Mario Mario's that, like, like, were... Just ran and ran. And then you had Halo and Uncharted and Gears of War and, like, these games... You know, whatever. I don't know. Indie games are pretty good these, this year, too, though, so... any games are always
2: good. So if you had to pick, like, I mean, I was thinking about this, if we were going to do it, or whatever, oh. if we were going to have our game of the year, and honestly, I kind of had my, like, oh, shit, I didn't, like, play anything this year moment.
0: Just play a Souls game. Now looking
2: year. back, I if I had to pick something of, like, what my game of the year was, it'd probably be Ori and the Blind Forest what or are you Rocket looking? League. What are you okay, on? okay, My Xbox... Look at my achievements to um, see what games I like. played. Let's
0: let's talk about what the real game of the year is, which we all share. What's that? Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. Like, yeah. We've probably had more topics about Hearthstone this year than Destiny. We have a lot of topics it's about just, Destiny.
1: It's such the surprising game, when, you know, when, especially when you think about what it what it is essentially. You know, like it's basically just they took Warcraft, and when they already had the Warcraft card game before Hearthstone even came out. Oh yeah, there's like there's another like Heroes of Warcraft or something like that. There was a physical trading card game that was there before Hearthstone. Okay, I'm ninety percent sure it's before Hearthstone. Might have been after Hearthstone. Now I'm thinking about it, but there is a different one. No one knows about that. No one plays it. No one cares about it. Everyone's like, Hearthstone's, Hearthstone's where it's at. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. representing the fact that they, they're basically doing something kind of like how they're doing with Heroes of the Storm. Like, they're just kind of... They have this thing thrown together. It was a small team. And they're like, okay, let's just see what we can do that's not World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And then this comes out and everyone's like, this is the dopest thing I've ever played. Like, why didn't we not think of this before? Kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy how it's, it's risen the
0: ranks to be that thing. I... Yeah, it's crazy. I'll say one more thing. Yeah, before the podcast is over. Yeah, heroes of the storm, hero um, ability gating is gone. What, Ryan? Pay attention.
2: Ultimate, like the ultimate gating, where
0: you were limited to like you couldn't select like your the secondary abilities until you leveled your characters up. Like the whole like it's gone.
1: Standard traits and advanced
0: traits next gone. One?
1: What do you mean it's gone? So
0: they're like, you get they're every trait from the beginning.
1: Oh, okay, because they, they introduced a thing that said you had to be level 25 to get them all. But are, is it now, like, literally, like, everyone gets it?
0: Oh, it might be, still be level 25, but what I read today was um, ability gating is gone. There is no more ability gating. Still. I mean, if it's
1: gone, gone, that's crazy. That's great. If it, Even if it's still level 25, that's also still great when they introduced that, like... Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to mess around with every hero for five or six games to actually start to get the pro strat down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a fun game. George is here. here. That's the one thing Thomas knows that I'll we should do. go play
2: Hearthstone. <laughs> I have a new deck that I want to beat you guys. <laughs> <with>. <sighs> <sighs> all
0: right. Adios. Um, no, we have to vote. No, we, have to vote. <laughs> oh, we have to vote. Oh, screw. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, George. I vote on Taylor.
1: What? No, I was going to vote for him. I vote for Taylor. Oh, okay. Damn yeah. it. Is. I thought did good I feel
0: like the I didn't know what to vote for no, I Rather, I didn't know which part
1: I vote for. There was so many things. Well, I think, like, talking about the best game of the year,
0: like, kind of deserves its own episode where we go into Probably. more depth. We can do that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Adios.
2: Why did you leave us for the whole report? So I just unlocked two crappy legendary cards. Are you being a little birdie dope?